From the over-the-top studios at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado, I am so happy to be back together with Adrian Belinsky. I'm happy to be back with you, George. It's been way too long. It's been all summer. It's been a long time. You've written a book since the last time I saw you. No, I came up with a title for my book since the last time I saw you. That book took me two years. You published a book since the last time I saw you. published a book, yes. Yes, I have. And that is going to be the focus on our visit today, because I want to hear all about it. You finally came up with a title, which is... Blood, Sweat, and Tiaras. So tell us how you came (laughs) up with the title, which I love. (laughs) Oh, you should see my laundry list of sheets of potential titles, and nothing was just grabbing a hold. And and so then I started a whole series of what words do I like and and what do I want in there? And somehow the word tiaras made it onto that list. Um, I didn't really like crown. We tried some stuff with crown. And then I was rereading one of my chapters. And at the end, I talk about it takes a whole lot of blood, sweat and tears. And the light bulb went off and my mentor, my editor and I, we we tossed around the idea back and forth. And then we started testing it out in the public to see how people reacted to it. And so I had about three titles that were up in the running. But for me, Blood, Sweat and Tiaras was my favorite. Um, And then as we started just kind of nonchalantly doing our own random focus groups, I guess it's not really a focus group if it's random. (laughs) (laughs) but uh the reaction was really cool that should be the title of our podcast random focus that would be a good title that would that would be a good title you know in college my senior project my group we we nicknamed ourselves random tangent i like random (laughs) focus okay (laughs) random focus (laughs) that's anybody who knows me knows that that might be pretty like Right on. on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually going to grab the hard copy of your book. You have a paperback. Doesn't it it feel awesome? It's nice and heavy. heavy. And when you read this, George, it is going to change your life. I am even putting on my reading glasses right now. Oh, I should take a picture of this. Okay. So you've got hardcover, paperback. When's the release going to be? So I currently have several hundred pre-orders, which is very exciting. You do. That's I fantastic. I do. Um, I have ordered. So George and I are sitting here. We're looking at my proofs. So I have one hardback and one paperback. They are claimed by my husband. I'm not allowed to give these away. And uh, so these are the two originals. And then I've ordered uh, enough for all of my pre-orders. And my pre-orders ship out on October 1st. It's next Saturday. Wow. Yeah, and so as of October 1st, if you hop on my website and you order a book, I will ship it within 24 hours. So, yeah, we are starting out with paperback, hardback. I will have ebook when I have a window to format it. And you're doing an audiobook, I hope? I want to do an audiobook. I'm really excited about the audiobook. I may start on that once the snow starts flying. That would be awesome. Yes. Yes. And I'm looking through your acknowledgments. I only see one error. You left out my (laughs) (laughs) co-host. So that's that's coming in the revision. So opportunity to sell more books. Act one. Well, and then you have to check out how I I don't just do one. So 
as some of you may know that are listening, I have a theater and an arts background, hence the title Blood, Sweat, and Tiaras. And my book is set up. It's a total of the actual story. Let's look here. is about 329 pages. So I wasn't joking around when I wrote this. Um, I, and, and these are some intimate stories. George, you may learn things about me you may not want to know. Oh, I can't wait to read it. Are, are you prepared for this? I am prepared for okay. this. Okay. One, one of my really good girlfriends, she goes, I even learned stuff about you I didn't know. And I well, go, is that a bad thing? <laughs> you've already got but, me here with this, you can't ride two horses with one ass. There you go. There you and go. you can't. I've tried. It's that not possible. kind of what I thought happened to your foot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've set this book up. So taking my, my arts background, I set it up, and there's an act one and an act two. And instead of labeling each of the chapters as chapters, I labeled them as scenes. And so it's scene one, scene two, so act one, scene one. And then I set up the scenario of what is going on in that scene, and then you get the story. It's written as a narrative. So you meet a lot of characters in it. Now... It says edited with William V. Anderson, yes, not co-authored. So you wrote all this by yourself. I did. And I've, a lot of people have asked me if I had a ghostwriter. And I said, well, sometimes in the wee hours of the morning as I was writing and late into the night, I felt like a ghost. I, your muse, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yes. And, and William V. Anderson is one of my very dear friends. You will actually meet him in this book. He goes by the name Bill. Um, we became very, very good friends, and he has read this book inside and out as many times as I have. I originally sat down and wrote it all, but before I even put the book together as chapters, he has read all of it, including those chapters that did not make the book. So his thumbprint is very much so in here. Now, you have quotes in here from famous business people. I do. From the Bible. I do. From... Uh, how have you been influenced by, I mean, what this calls to mind is that you've had a lot of influences on your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, I absolutely have. I love quotes. I've, I've always really liked quotes. Uh, for years, if, if you come in, if, if you happen to be in my bathroom where I put makeup on and get ready in the morning, you'll, you usually will see a quote through the years taped up on my mirror. I've just, I've always loved quotes and the, there, there. I haven't actually counted how many quotes are in this book. I should, I should probably do that. But what I did was, as I set up a scenario of what's going on, I took a quote that really summarizes either the objective of the story of what you're about to read, or it takes you into the thought process. Does that make sense? It does. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It took it took a lot of work and and I had a lot of fun researching quotes. You know, I had to I had to go find quotes that I had never heard of and my favorite, I went to the library and checked out all of the Pete the Cat children's books. Oh, we love those. Yes. So you'll uh, I think I have one quote in here. It made it made from the cut Pete the from Pete the Cat. I do. I do. So I have world leaders. I have, I, yes, I have the Bible and I have Pete the Cat. You can't really beat that. And here you have unknown. I have literally opened this book for the first time and I always like to make eye contact when I'm having a conversation, but I'm flipping through the pages as we chat. And, and it's, uh, it's funny we're talking about this because I flipped it open to paperback page 187 and it's the quote by Pete the Cat. Oh. And it says, there are no failures just lessons. And I think that's pretty good. Uh, Pete knows what he's talking about. Pete, Pete, Pete 
He really does. I'm at an unknown quote. Do something today your future self will thank you for. Yes. Have you done something today that your future self will thank you for? No, I actually ate something today that my future <laughs> self will be mad at me. <laughs> no, because that same self will get you back on your bike working out. Yep, there you go. There you go. There you go. I can put a spin on just about anything. So, yes, I'm, I'm very excited for the world to be able to flip through these pages. The, the goal of this, yes, it's my story, and it really puts some closure to some of the there, there's a few stories that have uh, have quite a bit of heartache in here, and there's some that will make you laugh. There's a love story, but it gave me closure to some of the heartache, which was really nice. And my biggest hope for this is no matter how many copies sell or who actually picks it up and reads it, that the person who needs some of the information that was intimately hard for me to share it somehow makes it into their hands and they find it. And that, this is no longer about me. This book, it's about me, but now it's no longer about me. Now it's about who's going to pick it up and how can it help them navigate some of the decisions that they're making in their life. And how are you going to help people pick it up? Are you going to be doing a national tour? Are you... I would love to. Will you set it up for me? I will. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, so I am working on a dime. I uh, have a marketing and public relations background. And a few people who know me, they laugh at what we call guerrilla marketing because I just get it out there the best I can. Uh, my goal right now is to do what I can with the resources I have. So I have a pretty big network. As a former Miss Kansas, I know a little bit of, of a little bit coming from different states. I, I know people who are located in different places. So I'm really trying to kind of like work work my inner circle and my networks and, and then it eventually will snowball. Um, I'm trying to leverage social media and my biggest goal is to be able to cover my expenses so that I can get this book into circulation at the biggest quantity that I can do personally. And hopefully in the next couple of years, it'll take off to a level that I can't keep up with it. And at that point in time, I can have someone bigger come in, like a publisher, because um, I'm self-published right now, and let them come in and take it over. And at that point in time, hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll see international stands. My, my dream for this book is to be able to walk into an airport and see it for sale in, you know, with the Hudson News and then to get on an airplane and see someone um, reading this book. And I want to walk by and go, you know, I've thought about reading that. Is that any good? And see what they say. <laughs> I'm looking at the co no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, it's 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 up to me right now, and my editor is really helping me. My family is helping me. I've I've secured a, a team of of people who are cheering, and a lot of people who appear in this book, who are also helping me promote it. And we know there's only six degrees of separation with all of us. So if if I have a handful of people. We'll get it out there. So we need to call Kevin Bacon. Yes. Since he's somehow related to you in yes. some form or other. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> we'll call We'll call him. I, I'll come up with a list. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I get it to Oprah because I want one of those big nasty stickers that they put on there that says Oprah's Book Club. 
Well, you would be the perfect person to be at a bookstore doing a signing. Oh, and those those are coming up on the horizon. You're we, outgoing. You're inspirational. Yeah. You're beautiful. It would just well, thank be. thank you. I, I'm honest. Thank uh, you. But, I mean, you would. I would think a bookstore would love to have you. And and I've started communication with some. Okay, good. Um, one of my neighbors, she plans events at Barnes & Noble. So we've been talking about some potential ideas and opportunities. Uh, I'm originally from Kansas, being Miss Kansas. I have a few communities there, um, especially my hometown. And there's 17,000 17, people when I left. I think there's probably about 25,000 now. They want to know when I'm coming back to do a book signing. And that's where it starts. Yep. It's one step at a time. Um, my my husband's so funny. He goes, "What are you going to do when you wear out your inner circle?" <laughs> I go, "I go. Well, I don't know, but by then it'll it'll, it'll build to something else. So <laughs> we'll see. We will see." Do you have a favorite part of the book? It depends which part I'm reading. <laughs> um, there's yes, I, no, I, I I don't know. Uh, if it wasn't a favorite, it didn't make it, if that makes sense. Totally. It got cut. Yeah. And and I have, like, I have a favorite part that is just heart-wrenching, and and it's really tough. And I talk about, you know, when I came out of, of a surgery and I felt that the, the doctor had disfigured me and um, intimately what that, what that felt like, and it's a tough chapter to read and uh it's very very honest and in ways in a weird way it's one of my favorite chapters but then i look at the love story and the first time i meet my husband and and i love this line it was my last first kiss and i describe it it's really fun it's it's a great chapter and then that's my favorite and it's all warm and fuzzy and happy and and total uh, romantic comedy. So, can you just read depends. us the little clip about your last first kiss? Oh, yes, but I have to find it first. <laughs> Let me see. You want me to? I would love it. Let me see if I can find it quickly since we're on here. And we're having a random focus right now. So, we Blood, are. Sweat, and Tiaras by Adrian Roselle Belinsky. And I'm assuming this is going to be available on Amazon. It will eventually. Right now, I I don't have it on Amazon, only for the mere fact of they keep most of the profit. Yes, that's true. Yes, and and I hate to um, I hate to say that, but yeah, they keep they keep quite a bit of it. And until I until I reimburse some of my expenses, (laughs) you're going to have to come find me on my website. And And here's a cheap plug. AdrianBelinsky.com. And Adrian is A D R I E N N E. Belinsky, B U L I N S K I. Oh, thank you for that. Com. I'm trying to find the end of this. The cover of this book is great. Adrian is dressed in white. She has a horse head. <laughs> we know the significance of the horse. And the horse is wearing the tiara. And the horse has red eyes. <laughs> that, that was that was my mom's suggestion of an ad, and they're like, "The horse wasn't evil," and I'm like, "Well, that's that's debatable." Um, coming up around Halloween, so w- when you get the cover of this book, 
Um, this horse, what you can't see in this photo, is by the end of the photo shoots, um, and if you open up on the hardback to the inside cover. And we will have a photo of the mm -hmm. book to go with the uh, podcast on ACAST. You see there's a hammer there. Yes, so if you have a hardback, you see the hammer, because what you don't know is that horse is full of red paint. And I took a hammer to that horse's head by the end of that photo shoot. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun this year during Halloween week on social media <laughs> the horse isn't alive it's a little statue it's it's you, a replica of like what you play chess there with yeah yeah it's not alive so you want me to read this to you i do okay this is a i i don't know what it's going to sound like just out of a couple of paragraphs well we'll we'll go from there page this is page 293 of the paperback and it says I felt my mystery man reach his left hand over my right hand, pulling me back to his presence and away from my thoughts. His palms were dry despite the top of my hand moist from the mist. He turned to look at me. I smiled ha at him and accepted the invitation. He turned to face me. He reached out his other hand to grab my free hand. When both our hands were connected, he slowly leaned his body into mine. He stretched his arms long to pull my hands behind him. Our bodies connected, first our hips, then our chests, then our lips. His kiss was soft yet definitive. He kissed me on purpose, but with respect. His mouth was closed, and I held my breath as I felt the, as I felt the electricity shoot through my chest. With the surge of energy, I melted into him. He dropped my hands and reached around my waist pulling me in for a deeper, more romantic, wet kiss. We tasted each other, mist turning to rain. I didn't care about the rain or anything in the world except the man I was connected to. I wrapped my arms around him and held on for the last first kiss I would ever experience. There's a couple chapters for you. I think we're looking forward to the audiobook. I know I got nervous as I did that, though. <laughs> I was nervous. You guys, I'm sitting, uh, so I'm sitting in a studio and I like to put the headphones on. And when you put the headphones on, you feel a little bit like a recording artist again. And you can hear yourself in them and you can hear yourself breathe. And just now as I did that, it made me a little nervous. <laughs> yes. Well, Adrian, is there going to be a release party or anything associated with the book or uh, hello go big or go home absolutely there's a release party and george i expect you to be there so if you want to meet I'm planning on it <laughs> if you want to meet the voice behind the podcast you guys have to show up uh our my release party is on a sunday afternoon and it's October 16th, so it's coming up here in just a few weeks. We are doing it at Silver Vines Winery, so we're, we're doing it in style. And the winery is in Old Town, Arvada. It's a local wine, and I'm working with the owners there. They're being totally awesome. Um, anyone who comes in that uh, afternoon and buys a book, I will buy you a glass of wine. And the winery has often offered 15% off anybody who uh, a bottles of wine if anybody wants to purchase wine while they're there that afternoon. And your husband won't be there keeping the books. He'll let us buy them and you'll sign them. Yes. Okay. He will let you buy those because if you knew how much money was sitting on my credit card right now and a big bulk order of books, you would make me sell them too. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, it's it's been a very uh, exciting adventure, and I've learned a lot, uh, especially as 
the author not being hiring a ghost author and then going through the process of um, I had an incredible photographer that uh, he actually shot our wedding so I've known I've known Chris McLaughlin as his name and he's here in Colorado extremely talented he came and helped me capture what it was that I was looking for so he helped me with the photography and then I have a little bit of graphic design in the background so I designed the cover and then as a journalism graduate I realized I needed to get my butt in gear and I could format a book and believe it or not that's kind of hard formatting a book there's uh if you've never done it before and then I've self-published I know what there is to know about publishing a book Adrian, it's been great visiting with you again, <laughs> and we're we've got so much to talk about, and uh, yeah, we are going to start a weekly podcast. So awesome! This is episode one, perfect. From the over the top studios here at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. <laughs>